Avast, ye scurvy dogs, and keen your eyes upon the shores of Azeroth coast to coast. I be your captain, Gavril, and this be me first mate, Chris. Hello. Kevin attempted a mutiny and now feeds the Leviathan of the Dark Depths. On our last voyage, we jawed on about stupid things. On this perilous voyage, we be joined with our delightful guest, Arlie, and talking about whatever mayhaps draws our ire. And I ask, what do you do with a drunken sailor, Arlie, in the morning? He was so excited to do this. <laughs> Very excited to do it. I thought it went really well. It did. Hey, Elvis 10 out of 10, 10 from Elvis. Elvis says it's 10 out of 10. I can work with that. I can totally work with that. Um, as Chris knows, I love doing voices. I fucking love voices. So it's fantastic. I love doing those. Um, so, hey, kids, uh, how are we doing today? We're great. Fantastic. Perfect. This lovely Saturday, two hours uh, at, a, at the time of recording, two hours before uh, the second set of BlizzCon tickets, or three hours. Two. 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 Two? It is two? Okay, it's yep. 10 a.m.? Yeah. Well, 11. It's 11. Almost. It's 11, yeah, so it's... Four in the after- no, sex in the afternoon for me. <laughs> so, uh, well, it's 10 a.m. for me. That's five till. Um, uh, but we've got uh, second set of BlizzCon tickets coming up soon today. Not us specifically. No, God, no, we're not giving <laughs> you people shit. Um, we have a, there is a second set of BlizzCon tickets. The second batch will be going live in just a couple of hours. Uh, I, if it was anything like the last set of tickets that just went on sale recently, um, our discord server is going to absolutely blow up with people trying to coordinate ticket logistics. So that's going to yep. be hilarious. Um, it was fun last week. It was hilarious. Uh, and you were up at like 2 AM waiting for that, Chris, three, or some, three, three, in the morning, yeah, I was three in the morning helping, uh, coordinate. Um, so, uh, we, of course, as, as I mentioned, well, as as Pirate Gav mentioned earlier, uh, we're going to be talking about just basically whatever draws our ire, whatever pisses us off this week. Uh, we do have, of course, it is myself and Chris. Mr. Kevin is out for the weekend. Uh, he is doing early Mother's Day. So good on you, Kevin. Um, mm-hmm. And we, of course, have the wonderful, lovely Miss Arlie here with us today. Say hello, Miss Arlie. Hi. Ah, she is going to be sitting here and John and talking random horseshit with us today. So we are super, super excited for that. Um, so, uh, Chris, how was your week last week, buddy? Uh, Heroes of the Storm. I'm still in love with Deckard Kane. I still think he is so much fun to play. You you, you uh, like them super bears, don't you? Them super old bears. Wow. Uh, yep. Layman Party is totally my thing. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh no he's he's a lot of fun i haven't i haven't taken him in a ranked yet um but it's on my list to do and i'm very excited um i'm sucking at ranked right now but it's still fun to play so i'm enjoying are you still complaining about getting like placed on like platinum uh no i have accepted i've accepted that my my diamond days are over i i i don't have enough time to get back into it i'm getting too old (laughs) My diamond days are over. Uh, You're not like those I, 13-year-olds with their Fortnite skills these days. <laughs> oh, shit, I hate that game. <laughs> um, I jumped back into Star Wars The Old Republic. Yeah, I noticed I, that. I actually was going to ask you about that. I saw you on. I've been leveling up some shit. Uh, I set sight, of course. Uh, leveling up a set assassin leveling up a bounty hunter and imperial agents and i'm just getting back into the story and i finished off the story for the last expansion it was a lot of fun the it imperial made, made agent me feel- story is so good 
I haven't finished it yet, and I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone keeps telling me the Imperial Agent story is the best story, and I'm so excited. Uh, I haven't finished it yet, though. I I don't know. I wouldn't say it's the best, but it's very well done. I've done the Sith Warrior and Sith Inquisitor, mm-hmm. and the Sith Inquisitor is my favorite. I love this. It's, my, it's the class I play. Uh, I play a sorcerer as my main on that game, and I love I love it. Sith and Warrior I finished off my favorite. <laughs> I finished off the storyline for the current expansion and the heartstrings and the choices you have to make. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Oh, uh, something, something, something Tortanic. <laughs> it was there, such there, a there, good game. There was, there was, there was, a, there was a, a, a moment where a tear came, came across my face. It was very sad. It was very, very heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pillars of Eternity 2. I love it. So much fun. Uh, I jumped on i've been playing play i still haven't decided which class i want to play but i'm going to stream that entire thing because it was just so much fun i just want to play it um now and i okay on pillars of eternity 2 are you ever going to go back and play Baldur's gate or planescape torment or uh icewind dale i don't know because those (laughs) no pillars of eternity is a spiritual successor to those games that and like torment tides of numenera I know. My Have you played Numenera? Is, no. Uh, you know, there's a, you know there's a there's a source book and a uh, RPG system for it, right? You know, we're doing that at some point, right? At some, but point, we're yes. doing the Star Trek thing first. I know you want to do Star Trek really badly. I want to do Star Trek Adventures. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lots of yeah, D Love it. It's so much fun. Uh, and there's got the critical role. Uh, free DLC where you get all their voices and Matt's playing Gilmore and it's brilliant. I love it. So much fun. Um, and lots more D&D. No character deaths this week though. So there's that. Well, there's that. You try. You're trying. You're trying. I'm not really trying yet. I was going to say, be pretty easy if you really wanted to. If I really <laughs> wanted to, I could really min-max something and throw it at you. Or just throw like a CR-15 at you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. I mean, the Hydra, <laughs> I, I I threw a Hydra at them and I was like, I know they're going to deal with this because, you know, I've been I've been throwing magical weapons and things at them like candy and they still managed to nearly fuck it up. So, oh, wow. No, no, no. Nikolai nearly managed to fuck it up. I was smart in head and got away from the thing. It's not his fault. He runs slow. <laughs> I have a 40 foot movement and so does Greg. So we just dub- we just uh, movement and dashed away mm. and hit in the N- tree. Nikolai, for some reason, jumped off of his mount <laughs> and only had like forty foot, thirty feet of movement per turn. So, and the thing yeah. had like thirty five feet of movement per turn. So, yeah. Ay ay ay. Dumbass. Ay, ay, ay. Um, <laughs> Miss Harley. Yes. What's your week been like, ma'am? This is a tradition of ours. um yeah so i had started playing god of war the new one um and streaming it that was going Uh, well i actually remember you tweeting about that yeah so that's kind of been on hold uh, the last little bit because i have a game i'm reviewing right now but that'll be picking up soon here again uh it's an interesting game i'm still not sure what i think of it so eh. uh we've been raiding and wow just doing the first First boss in the last two, basically. So short nights most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, beta stuff. 
Um, because we're only raiding one night a week now, I got to go back to something I had been doing before Legion started up, which was doing um, uh, SPVP in Guild Wars 2 with a friend of mine. He does a show every week uh, called Zero to Hero. Basically, we both started it as like complete noobs to PVP, and we were just learning how to do it, basically doing that. And then I had to stop because we started raiding in WoW, and so I've gone back, and we had a lot of fun. We won um, six out of eight games this week, so that was nice. Yeah, especially since I haven't PVP'd in two years at this point in that game, so that was nice. That's, that's, that's positive win ratio. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I've been actually playing some heroes, which is kind of weird for me, but um, mostly sticking with Johanna. She's kind of my comfort hero. I feel the most comfortable with her. Um, but I think it was oh, it was either Nikolai or Nash. Maybe it was Nash. I can't remember now. One of them suggested I tried uh, Vala, and um, I think it was Nash. Uh, and I tried her, and she was a lot of fun. So I've been also playing her some. That was exciting. Vala is one of the funnest auto attackers. Mm-hmm. Um, you, did, what did you build? Auto attack or hungering arrow? Hungry arrow. Hungering arrow Still is really powerful. fun. Try, yeah. try the auto attack build though; it's so much fun. You okay, just melt people. It's nowhere near as fun as the old auto attack build. Okay, <laughs> it's nowhere near as fun as the old auto attack build. But the current auto attack build is so pretty good, and you melt face. Yeah, well, that's a, it. Was a lot of fun. It was really interesting to do. My my biggest problem in heroes continues to be like i'm very much a charge in and kill everything kind of person so <laughs> the whole like oh, sometimes running away artanis 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 yeah artanis dibbles they're very much like the bruiser play style where you just get in and you just wreck people's day Okay, maybe yep. I have to give them a try because, like, literally, <laughs> that's all I want to do. I just want to jump in and kill everybody. <laughs> that's my yeah, goal. I, I, I would be more than happy to actually play some heroes with you and actually run a pocket support for you, uh, so you can play Artanis or Sonia and just get in people's faces. That'd and be I would awesome. happily, and I would happily be your damage dealer. <laughs> cool. I will jain all the things. <laughs> we will jain all the things, and we will just lock yeah. everybody down. Screw awesome. everybody else. <laughs> Fuck them all up. Um, And then I also have been playing a little game called Dungeon Stars, which is just like a little indie game. Um, It's kind of like an auto runner and it's just it's silly. It's fun. It's goofy, has some RPG elements. Um, So, yeah. All right. Nice. All right. Um, And what about you, big guy? Myself, uh, Hearthstone, Weeb Shit and Magic the Gathering. (laughs) Weeb Shit? Weeb Shit. (laughs) Okay. Weeb shit. As in like Weebo shit? N- yeah. As in uh, Kawaii? No. We- weebo shit. Yeah. Weebo shit. Yeah. Okay. Weebo shit. Somebody okay, say we weebo. Need content. We need content. We need context. No, uh, ac- no, actually, literally, it's just been basic. It's been basic weeb shit. Um, I've been like Hearthstone. Um, the meta is very much stable and pretty solved at this point which is not a good thing solving a meta and solving an expansion is bad because when that happens everything breaks down into paper rock scissors it's like are you playing q block okay you beat odd paladin but you're gonna get your ass kicked by odd rogue or whoever or even paladin or whoever else 
or taunt druid um are you playing taunt druid okay you're gonna get your ass kicked by odd paladin but q block is gonna kick your ass or whatever it's just it becomes a game of paper rock scissors and every game is going to be the same because you're only gonna see a small number of classes and a small number of decks represented so mm-hmm. um that actually dovetails into what we're gonna uh, I'll, I'll mention later is that they are talking about some potential card nerfs to kind of bring q block down and uh potentially bring odd paladin down a little bit too so Rock, paper, scissors should never be referred to as Boulder Parchment Shears, by the way. No, I, I am not going to enable your bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will not enable this, this shit, sir. <laughs> okay. I refuse. You're no fun. No, I'm not. I, I'm, <laughs> when did I ever fucking get to be fun? <laughs> when did that happen? Accurate. <laughs> He's not a fun Damn person. Straight. I am not fun. Um, so fuck all that. Listener feedback. Of course, we don't have anything in Gmail this week. Uh, that is okay. But we did have a couple of little bits of uh, Twitter interaction this week. Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, lead off with the first one, uh, I guess. Or actually, is that someone you know, Chris? It's someone I know. Okay, you can go ahead and lead off with that. Um, one of my uh, players in my Saturday campaign, Tom uh, at Balthra, uh, was talking about BlizzCon tickets and how it was no luck for him. Uh, hopefully, the third hope the third year would be the charm because he's only went once, didn't get to go again, and hopefully this was going to be his third time. But he can try again this afternoon, so hopefully, hopefully he gets to go again. <laughs> yep. Um, um, Arlie, I, 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 you actually had one. stuff. <laughs> The second one, I think, Arlie, can you cover this one for us? <laughs> sure. Um, you guys had talked in the last show that was like now two weeks ago. Not that I'm upset. Um, well, yeah. Well, all right. Um, you guys had talked about the GCD changes in um, uh, the beta. And I think it was Chris said that tanks were mostly fine. Somebody said something about tanks were mostly fine. And I. It was me. It was Chris. I disagreed. I was like, you know, I think uh, tanks are mostly fine with the exception of the tanks that have a self heal that is only a heal. So not like a heal that's part of an attack or something mm-hmm. because like a heart strike or whatever it is. Yeah. Not like um, demon yeah. Yeah. Because if you have a heal that's part of an attack, you're using the attack anyway, regardless, or there's the potential for that. So the tanks that have the heals that are just heals and nothing else, having it on the global cooldown is really kind of crappy. Um, just because like it's it's not something you use before you take damage. You have to wait until you take a certain amount of damage to make it worthwhile to use. Um, and then like needing to use it and not being able to use it can actually cause you to die. Like it's an actual problem. And that's the exact kind of category of thing that they had said when they first put in this changes that they didn't want those kind of things to be they wanted if you know you needed to get a heal off or something like that where you're reacting to be able to do it when you need it so for me it seems really weird that the self heals that are only just heals are on the global cooldown and i feel like that's the one change that they could help change that would make everything much better for tanks overall so yeah and uh that that comment of course was uh from uh, Robin at Arlie 82 uh, from Twitter. Uh, we do appreciate you uh, <laughs> for that uh, comment. Uh, now I will agree actually, because I actually, I did get a BFA uh, invite and I went and did a prop paladin because prop paladin is what I've been playing for like the last four or five years. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, um, I used to be able to just like slam consecrate down and then on cooldown or, you know, in the situations I need to, I could just, you know, do, uh, oh God, I don't remember searing, not searing light, um, holy word or whatever it is, uh, mm-hmm. selfless healer, whatever the ability that to self heals. I used to, I have that on my mouse and I just mash that whenever I start falling on health. Mm-hmm. Well, I used to be able to get two or three of them in to each consecration rotation if I absolutely needed to. Um, and now I definitely can't. I can get one, maybe two into the consecration rotation. Uh, and I mean, part of that is because I do lose a lot of with, with, with the artifact talents going away. You know, I lose a lot of uh, consecration duration, mm-hmm. which was something that I kind of like focused on pretty heavily because it was just a really good quality of life talent to have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 rough. I've actually dropped very low before uh, having a chance to actually, you know, break combat a little bit for a second or two and slam myself heal. It's mm-hmm. it's actually very frustrating. Mm-hmm. And and here's where the problem comes in with me being ignorant because I when it comes <laughs> to tanking, I've played either a death knight or a demon hunter. Mm. The two self-heal tanks that have abilities that attack and heal. So I don't really, I haven't experienced what you guys are talking about. Uh, okay. so for for tanks that are in that situation, yeah, I get it. It kind of sucks. Yeah. And the other thing I had mentioned was like, I hope that they reevaluate who's getting their uh, artifact abilities baked in and who's getting them as talents. I hope they're still open to readdressing that because. Personally, for bears, the big thing with ours was like, yeah, it reduced the damage we took and reflected some back. That was nice. But the big thing was it gave us a way to avoid uh, knockbacks. And it was on a fairly long cooldown. So it wasn't like we could avoid every knockback ever. It was just a nice way to occasionally be able to say, no, you don't move me. And that really made a difference on a few of the bosses throughout raiding and Legion. So not having that, I'm worried about it. Yeah, being able to avoid a positional issue is actually a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris, anything else on that one? No, uh, on uh, I'll go into the last one. I'll go into the last uh, one. I was just wondering okay. if you had anything else to add into uh, Arlie's statements there. No, I just uh, said so that I, I agree from a bear standpoint and from a paladin standpoint. Yeah, there, that is a problem. But again, I haven't done it, so I can't. Uh, my opinion on it is mute compared to you guys because you've done it. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I wonder what I wonder what uh, brewmasters are like. <laughs> oh yeah, well, my main is going to be a, uh, a monk, so I can try it out if you want and see what see what comes up. Well, I don't think. You know, just thinking about brewmasters and how they work. Part of their healing is they spawn the the orbs, the orbs that you, you go kind of into. Run into them. Yeah. So um, I don't think it will be a problem for them. Really. Plus, their their whole design is around stagger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, rather than healing, it's mad, it's damage well, mitigation. That's, that, that's a question. Does anybody know if uh, cleansing brew or anything else is on the GCD? I will. I will jump on my monk after we're done here and have a look for you. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, if if cleansing brew is on GCD, that's yeah, that that puts them in the exact same issue that uh, paladins and druids have. Yeah, I, I would be surprised is. if it was. That would be weird. I think it is. I'll have a look though. Okay. 
All right, uh, and uh, our last little bit of feedback this week uh, was is going to be from Anxiety Lightsong at Lightsong Gamer from Twitter. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, I'd wager a lot of WoW is reactive sometimes, at least for me. Note, I'm totally on board with the GCD change. I can understand offensive CDs being put I'm not off totally the GCD. on board. Huh? I'm not, not totally, totally sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm not totally on board with the GCD, GCD changes. I can understand offensive CDs being put off the GCD. Say someone doing Avenging Wrath and something else. I disagree-ish. I know that sounds weird coming out from last time, but it's like one-shot macros and all buff macros and all that kind of shit. It just, it, it always frustrated me. I mean, it, yes, it was a great quality of life change from having to click each one individually every 1.5 seconds, but at the same time, I think it, I think it just kind of takes a little bit of player agency away. It's like, you don't have to think about it. It's just, oh, hey, I'm going to mash my... Uh, my one shot macro and be done with it. Yeah. Well, the yeah, they're agreeing is, with that. They're agreeing with that. Um, they yeah. can understand them being on the GCD. Yeah. I was no, going to say off, the, the offensive cooldowns being on the global cooldown, that is definitely something they needed to do because when they were off the global cooldown, it was always your best play to pop all of your cooldowns at once and then just melt face. Putting them on the global cooldown, you now get into um, a situation and you have to like, People will have to, you know, theory craft it out, which is awesome. Um, but there will be situations where it would be only good for you to use one, maybe two, and melt face, and then use the other ones another time. Like it gives you more variability in what you need to do instead of just doing all the things. So. Yep, yeah, I know. I agree with that completely. I think the G- the offensive stuff being off the global cooldown, especially in a PvP standpoint. Mm-hmm. Get rid of those one shot burst macros is one of the best things Blizzard have ever done. Mm-hmm. I hate those things. I, I'm sick and tired of being because uh, I, I love healing in PvP, but I'm sick and tired of being taken out in one global because of those burst one shot macros. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because uh, thanks, Swifty, you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, but those hey, things exist. And I what Blizzard gave him to work with. <laughs> I don't give a damn. He popularized them. <sighs> Fucking worms. Um, yeah. So, but uh, it's like the, like the last line is what I was what I was trying to like disagree with because uh, the way I'm reading is I can understand offensive B, G, offensive CDs being put off the GCD, which is saying like, oh, I understand offensive CDs not being on the GCD. Oh, yeah, I think no, he, I, I, I read it wrong. Yeah, yeah, I think actually he's somebody who follows me, so I've interacted with him a few times. I think he just misworded that. I think he meant okay. to say that he can understand offensive CDs being on the gold gold cooldown. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Okay, then yes, I agree with what you're saying then. <laughs> I retract my previous statements and agree with what you're saying. <laughs> they need to be on the GCD. Yes, they do. 100%. I think I, I think everybody here is in agreement on that. I think well, and I think we'll all agree defensive and healing stuff shouldn't be because they are mm, reactive. Defensive? It depends on the defensive, I, I, I think. For tanks, yeah. for tanks, for tanks. No, still for tanks. Yeah. It, it it's it's something that needs to be like looked at on a case by case basis. Yeah, like yes. I know for um for just as bear survival instincts is our big um defensive thing. It reduces damage. Oh god, it's probably going to go back only to 50%, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um so but that is usually planned for specific 
you know, mm-hmm. boss abilities you that are coming out. Coming. You know when it's coming up, so yeah. you can plan that. So that being on the global cooldown, I'm totally fine with. No, yeah. I understand um, that. But for things for like, like active mitigation, yeah, that needs like to be off the for or something. Yeah, that would be awful if it was on the global Shit like cooldown. that needs to be off the, the GCD. I mean, metamorphosis that can be on the GCD for a for a demon hunter that can completely be on it because. Like, you prepare for that shit. Yeah. Um, but like as a paladin, like ardent defender, I would hope would be off the GCD because that's a purely reactive ability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you, you pop ardent defender when it's like, Oh, Hey, by the way, uh, healers are all silenced. So you <laughs> pop ardent defender, but like guardian of ancient Kings totally should be on the GCD. That should, that's your big, huge cooldown. Yeah, that's, that should definitely 100% be on the GCD, whereas Arden Defender is more like at every minute you gain a little bit of mitigation and possibly don't die when you get hit. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I like in my opinion, I would like to see those two on those two in the ways I've described them, like Arden Defender off the GCD and GOAK. Yeah, GOAK on the GCD. And I mean... I am good. It's gonna. It's it, it's hot take, but I would like to see blessing of protection on the GCD and divine shield off the GCD. Hmm. No, I'd agree with that. Uh, uh, well, well, it's hop. Sorry, hand of protection. Hand of protection. I was gonna say, yeah. It's isn't that really reactive though? In some cases, hi, hand in of protection. Cases. Yes. Yep, hand of protection is a hundred percent a reactive ability, but it is full physical damage mitigation. Oh. Jeez. It, yeah, it's like, still physical damage protection. And it, you can even attack through it now. You yeah, you can attack through, it. attack through Back it. Back in the day, you used to be able to not attack through it. Yeah, so it, this is something like if some if there's a charge mechanic or a focus mechanic that a boss does, you can hop the target and they can just stand there and for like, I think like 10 seconds or 12 seconds or something or nine seconds, they can just sit there and take it and just as long as the damage is all physical, they can just keep doing whatever. They don't have to do anything. Um, mm-hmm. So I can definitely, I would definitely like to see hand of protection on the GCD because it is such a powerful, powerful cooldown. Yeah. Um, but divine shield, on the other hand, which is a hundred percent immunity, divine shield is complete immunity. I would like to see divine shield off because I don't know. I mean, I'm just like partially at the same time. I think divine shield, you know, possibly on, possibly off. I'm like split on that one. I'm like 50 50 there. Hmm. There's a lot of things that case by case you can go back and forth should and shouldn't be the less the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I think that's going to cover all of our Twitter stuff. Does that sound about right? Yep. Yep. Uh, thank you so much to everybody. Uh, uh, Thomas at uh, Boltra, uh, Robin at Arlie82, and Anxiety Lightsong at Lightsong Gamer. Uh, thank you all so much uh, for. Uh, sending us your questions or your comments or just telling us we're fucking idiots. We appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> so that we're going to go ahead and jump to that last one. Yep. Mm. All right. Uh, so folks, once again, it is that time of year. Uh, as you've heard either, I think it was last two shows or last show or something. Uh, we, it is calm before the storm Kickstarter time. Uh, calm before the storm is an organization and a group of people, just a group of people that are involved in the community and part of the community. And they are throwing once again. What what which year is this? Fourth, sixth, sixth. Uh, the sixth annual con before the storm, which is just sort of a content creator kind of meet and greet and talk and party and 
do stuff before BlizzCon. It's great. There's world of podcasts. There's a lot of podcasters there. There's a lot of content discussion about um, BlizzCon protections and just general nerdgasms from everyone. It's a lot of fun. Um, so it's great organization. Uh, we love them. Uh, Chris did a panel last year and um, we can't wait to just go and watch this time. Well, they can't wait to just go and watch this time. Um, <laughs> um, you say that, but, but we volunteer every year and run around the headless chickens. I know you, you volunteer every year. Um, so, of course, I will not be there, but uh, Kevin and Chris will both be uh, there this year once again. Um, but right now is the Kickstarter campaign. Uh, they have passed their first stretch goal, so they are fully funded for the base event. Uh, and they are just past their first stretch goal. And they are only $3,500 away from their second stretch goal, which is going to be the second ballroom. Uh, so it's going to be a, it'll be a larger event at that point. Uh, so we are super excited to always talk about it. And we're just going to go ahead and throw in a little bumper, a little bit of advertising for them. So uh, enjoy. The hype for BlizzCon 2018 has begun. And so has our planning for this year's Con Before the Storm. Con Before the Storm will bring together fans and content creators for all of Blizzard franchises once again at the Anaheim Hilton on November 1st. This is the largest Blizzard community-built event, and it's made possible thanks to everyone who supports our Kickstarter campaign, which is now live at conbeforestorm.com. Our initial funding goal is $13,500, and we're confident we can hit that goal with the community's help. As always, we plan to include meet-and-greet opportunities with dozens of content creators, including artists, podcasters, Twitch streamers, esports personalities, and much more. Returning fan favorites that are already confirmed for this year include badge artists Egg Dishes and Tepish, as well as the return of shirt and button designer Nadia Lee. Finally, it wouldn't be Con Before the Storm without World of Podcasts, which will be celebrating its six-year anniversary. However, our plans for World of Podcasts have grown, as have the costs to make it a reality, and we need your help to bring World of Podcasts back for its best year yet. Get ready for a great night of podcasting content should we hit our stretch goal of $24,500. To learn more about our plans, stretch goals, and backer rewards, go to combeforestorm.com and follow at combeforestorm on Twitter for ongoing updates. See you at BlizzCon! And we're back. Uh, that was, of course, the Cobb Before the Storm bumper. Um, it's fantastic. Uh, donate if you can. Uh, we love you all for doing so. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Arlie, do you have a woo for that? Woo! There we go. Awesome. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so, uh, news this week. We're going to go ahead and rush through this real, real fast because we're already like half hour into this show. Of course, we are. We're always over budget and over schedule on it. Uh, Chris, World of Warcraft. Uh, World of Warcraft had another another Battle for Azeroth had another beta build put through. Uh, this time we saw the racials uh, that have a uh, an, an active plus their trinkets uh, are taken off the global cooldown. Uh, so as they're saying, they're taking more stuff off. They're not planning on putting more stuff on. They're still tweaking it. So stop freaking out until we're done. Um, PvP trinkets and war mode have been 
add PvP trinkets, PvP talents, and war mode have been added. So war mode is the answer to PvP uh, servers going away. They are adding this mode where you can just jump in to PvP whenever you want. Uh, At the moment, at least on beta, you have to be in either Orgrimmar or Stormwind, respectively, to turn on war mode. I don't know if that's something that's going to change. We don't know. Um, PvP tiers have been added. This is... If you're familiar with League of Legends, Heroes of the Storm, this is essentially wood through master tier uh, for PvP. It's interesting. I like it. We'll need to just see how it goes, I suppose. <laughs> and Communities UI, the thing that we're all excited about for bringing in Battle.net Communities, uh, improving guild UIs has been added finally. Uh, it's not completely finished yet uh still a work in progress but it's there we're seeing the the, you know the foundations of it getting built up uh and the last little interesting story uh, we got a world of warcraft ddoser was fined thirty thousand us dollars and given a year jail sentence uh for ddosing blizzards for ddosing the blizzard sentence in romania yes yay Yay! Yay! <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and run through some other ones real, real fast. Uh, Diablo 3, it exists. <clears throat> hasn't been canceled. Still hasn't it's been still shut down yet. Still a thing. There's probably a season going on. Um, Hearthstone, uh, Witchwood. Uh, the Witchwood meta has kind of stabilized out right now. It is kind of boring uh, because it's stable. The meta's kind of been solved. I mentioned that earlier. Uh, uh, but they have mentioned, I believe it was uh, Iskar Dinayala. I think I think that's I think I've got I think I've got the right person um, uh, did uh, tweet out that there will be some uh, tweet or blue post. I can't remember. Did mention that there will be some potential card nerfs coming eventually seemingly focused mostly on uh, Q-Block, uh, which is OK, but they have Q-Block and uh, Odd Paladin, Baku Paladin. Uh, that's good, but it still doesn't solve the rest of the meta issues that we're looking at right now. Uh, Diablo and Lunara are both looking at uh not quite full reworks, but um, pretty solid Enough reworks. The, the Diablo one is concerning me that it's going to be really strong. <laughs> uh, yes, Diablo looks very strong with his rework. Uh, we'll go ahead and link the YouTube videos for the rework videos. Um, and we're also getting Luchador skin. Uh, uh, yeah, Luchador skins at some point soon. So Yeah, they look great. Yep. Uh, so those of you who don't know what Luchador is, that is Mexican wrestling. Um, Mexico. Yeah, Mexico. Um, so they're really getting the luchador skins at some point, and uh, we are also going to be getting uh, the reworks for Diablo and Lunar at some point. Uh, BCRF, uh, which is the Breast Cancer Research Foundation, has partnered with Blizzard uh, for what, Chris? Breast Cancer Awareness. Yes, uh, exactly. Uh, so Blizzard has released a special limited time skin. Uh, it is what is affectionately known as Pink Mercy. Uh, she looks like she is the main character in a uh, shoujo anime. She's adorable. Or, uh, possibly something made by Clamp, Studio Clamp, or potentially something that uh, is like maybe like an old Hudson Soft or Treasure JRPG from the SNES era. Mm. Um, it's a fantastic skin. It looks gorgeous. It looks fantastic. Um, all the little details are pretty cool. Um, there has been a little bit of controversy around it, uh, for varying reasons, uh, mostly related to PlayStation and the Sony store. Um, Sony is apparently possibly taking a cut when Microsoft and Blizzard have both stated that a hundred percent of the sale proceeds will go directly to the BCRF, which, uh, if you were not a 
If you were not aware, uh, BCRF uh, is considered one of the best breast cancer uh, charities that exists. Uh, they are, I think they have a 98% uh, donation rate, which means that they actually do pass on 98% of their of the donations they received. I think it's 98%. Don't quote me on that. Uh, they pass the lion's share of their donations onto research endeavors, not awareness endeavors, which is a big deal for a lot of people. Um, so if you're on the fence about it, uh, BCRF is a fantastic, fantastic charity. And uh, definitely, if you've been on the fence, and you're like, I don't know. Definitely go ahead. And if you, if you want the skin, get it now. It's great. Um, there's been a couple other small little controversies related to it. Like people are like, this is not mercy. This is not on. This is not on canon. <laughs> people are dumb. And I know uh, Arlie mentioned that there. Were, what was the other complaint people had? Uh, people were complaining that she's too old to be wearing pigtails. People are Fuck dumb. You. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. It's a yeah, fucking charity skin. Have fun with it, you assholes. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Uh, Starcraft. <laughs> It exists still. I think they're doing another pass at co-op at some point soon. I have no idea. Destiny 2. Warmind is a thing. It It's still there. Destiny 2 Warmind released. Yay. Woo. Uh, the only new strike. There's three strikes. Two of the strikes are rehashed campaign content. The only one that's a brand new strike is PlayStation exclusive. So fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking PlayStation exclusive assholes. <laughs> PlayStation. Well, the thing is, it's like. PC and Xbox players are like up in arms about this are rightfully upset about this. Um, and even PlayStation players are like, dude, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> yep. That's pretty fucked up, man. Even PlayStation users think this is bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> and they're they the do, ones they do, getting they the bullshit. content. Yep. Um, uh, Chris, did you want to talk uh, about uh, the general Blizzard news going on right now? I, yes, I know we got um, an earning call not too long ago. Yes, the Activision Blizzard earnings call uh, was a couple of weeks ago. Um, so at the moment, uh, for the previous quarter, Activision Blizzard had 374 million monthly active users. It is down from last quarter. Uh, Blizzard had 38 million uh, down from down from 40 last quarter. World of Warcraft is overperforming uh, versus the prior expansion <laughs> at this point. Warlords of Crapdoor. Um with higher engagements uh, sequentially and stro- uh, strong community participation with in-game purchases, uh, pre-orders for the up-and-coming expansion Battle for Azeroth are expectedly ahead of planned. Let's be honest, we all expected these things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Overwatch continues to add new players and engagement uh, remains strong, with most recent seasonal event uh, retribution having a higher participation rate than any prior event. Well, well, I mean, go Overwatch. Retribution was good. What do you think, Arlie? Retribution was fucking great. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's it. Uh-huh. Yep. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, more PvE content for Overwatch Blizzard. Come on, let's do this. Yes. Um, <laughs> Overwatch League uh, launched its inaugural season in January and continues to have a strong viewership globally, uh, reaching millions each week with the playoffs still coming this summer. And Overwatch League has led to increased engagement in the franchise overall with uh, combined Combined hours spent playing and watching Overwatch increase Overwatch Overwatch increasing uh, sequentially. Awesome! So good shit, basically, is what they're saying. Um, All the good they're shit. They're down in MAUs. Uh, they're down MAUs uh, across the board. Two million. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're down eleven million on Activision Blizzard. 
So yeah, that's Activision though. <laughs> that's Activision Blizzard, the whole company, not <laughs> yeah, just. We the only care about Blizzard. Side. We only care about Blizzard. Uh, no, we need to care about both sides because uh, I a high tide lifts all ships, sir. Quite you. Yeah. Uh, to continue the nautical theme from the intro, high tide. Yeah, you're shift. really going through this nautical thing. You're <laughs> sticking to it. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, anybody have any sort of input on the earnings call? Um, people are still say people are still bitching about was uh, not going subscriber numbers, but I don't think yeah. people actually understand that subscriber numbers don't actually really give a lot of input on how well the game is doing anymore. Yeah, especially with the way in-game transactions work now. Uh, well, especially with the way that uh, the whole Chinese market and everything else works too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you've got the Chinese market, you've got in-game transactions now working, probably making more money off the in-game uh, current, the in-game uh, store, the mm-hmm. server yeah, the transfers, store. race changes, all that. You're they're mm-hmm. making more money off them alone than what their subscribers are, than what than what they're actually making off subscriptions. I do wish they would like release information on like how many people are using uh, game time tokens and stuff, because that's just something I'm curious I would like about. To see that. I don't yeah. think it's necessarily important, but I'm just curious. <laughs> it would be an int- it would be an interesting thing to kind of look at over like a year period. Mm-hmm. Like when yeah. does when does the wow to- wow token go up in sales and then de- like just dip? When it would be a nice little flowchart to see, uh, not flowchart yep. graph to see. I'm pretty certain somebody like uh like Gold Queen or the Undermine Goblins or somebody have a chart tracking the wow token over the last couple of years. There are there are some there's that websites do that. to do it. Um, yeah, um, but it's wow not token. it's not. My understanding is that it's not a hundred percent accurate. Like there's some issue with pulling the information that adds in a the little walkiness kind of. with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like something released from Blizzard would be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely a hundred percent. Um, I think it's gonna cover the news. Hey, we got through it in ten minutes or less. Hey, Ooh, Chris, I owe you an ice cream. Yay. Um, spoiler alert, cream. I'm not buying you ice cream. Um <laughs> So this week, we kind of have two things that are kind of drawing our ire. <laughs> Aha, calling back to the intro. Um, not <laughs> oh, really God. ire, but uh, we just kind of want to talk about them. Um, so the first one is, is that uh, the wonderful Miss Arley over here uh, was at PAX last month uh, in a semi-official capacity uh, of, of writer-ish thing. No, very official. I was there as press, 100%. Okay, so you were there as press. Okay. Wasn't 100% on if you were full press for it or not. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, so uh, Arlie, uh, of, of, of actually, Arlie, do you want to kind of introduce yourself? Uh, no. <laughs> no? Well, no. sucks to be you. You have to fucking introduce yourself it's now because I just realized you didn't tell myself. anybody what you do. Oh, She's well, been on before, though. It's true. I have. Um, yeah, I just, I mostly write for MMORPG.com and uh, Gamespace.com right now, but I also do some freelancing. Um and I always cover um, PAX East because I'm local to the area, so it's easy for me to go. And it's insane and fun, and I write about things. <laughs> Games. There you go. Uh, there, there's, there's your social awkwardness for the day. <laughs> um, thank you so much, Arlie, for that. Um, I can't help but be just who I am. I'm sorry. I'm just the spectacular asshole. Um, so, yes, it is accurate. Um, 
So you were at PAX East and uh, you were there for the Heroes Talk um, uh, as press. Well, no, actually, I missed the uh, panel, but I did an interview with two of the developers afterwards and I got to play Decker before everybody played it. So that was that. All right. Uh, do you remember who you talked to? Yep. Um, I talked to product- production director um, K.O. Milker and uh, senior game designer Matt Villains, which was awesome. Uh so you did get to ask them a couple of questions that you kind of haven't really gotten to go over yeah, anywhere else. It's it's interesting because I tend to go kind of random with questions. So mm-hmm. some things don't always uh, fit in. Fit in. Um, mm-hmm. One of the random things I asked them about was, um, you know how sometimes in Heroes, like you got you get the pop up for talents and you know, you're in a hurry and occasionally you'll pick the wrong thing and then be like, crap, that's not the one I wanted. Um, I was I took the wrong ultimate tracer last night. I hated myself. Oh, <laughs> sucks to be you. Yeah, you're tracer. You're a cancer upon the game. Oh, by the way, I ran into tracer for the first time when I was playing this last game. Her sound effects for her shooting are ridiculous. It's just it's they're funny. great, aren't they? It's so funny. I was <laughs> like, it's like a little toy gun. I don't know. Anyways. Yep. Um, so I asked them like if they were had any plans for like helping people when you make those wrong decisions by accident, like maybe giving you a little window to change your choice or something. Um, and they said that they've considered the giving the window um, to change a choice. But the problem they run into is like, you know, figuring out how much of a window is enough and where the line is with that. Um, so what they're mostly looking at is making uh, figuring out ways to make each talent stand out and look more different between the t- the three options it's usually three options, right? Yeah. Generally two to three. three. to four, yeah. yeah. Um, so make each of the options look more distinctive so that you don't necessarily have to read any text to know which one you're picking um, once you've d- been playing and have experience playing. So you can more easily quickly tell which one um, you want to pick, which I think is good because right now, most of the time, it seems like a lot of the ones are the same icon, but just different colored. And sometimes... Mm-hmm. Like that is a difference, but like for me, who's not playing all the time, it's like, well, wait, I don't remember which color it is. So if they could make it more distinctive in some way, that would definitely help. Well, they're already starting to do that because, like, a perfect example, and again, we're going to trace her. Um, her 16 tier is all about her reload, and there's a purple one, a blue one, and a green one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two I jump between is the purple and the, and the blue mm-hmm. because I know I know what they do. They're the best on the tier and. They work depending on what the team, what the two teams are. So something like that, I think, is a really good way to do it. Well, yeah, but what they were saying is they're going to take it. They want to take it a step forward, so it's not just like a color differentiation. Like maybe the icon is different or something. A bigger, yeah, a bigger visual identification for it. Mm-hmm. So cool. it'd be helpful. All right, all right. Sorry, I interrupted you. I do that a lot. It's fine. Um, um, so sort of like, as I put it in the notes, the fat finger protection yes. kind of deal. Um, cause I, I've actually done that. And the, the weirdest thing is I've done it where it's like, I haven't like actually tried to be in selecting a talent. Mm-hmm. It's just my talent menu pops up and I slam a button and somehow I've picked a talent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I've done that before. That's not fun. <laughs> yeah. And it's like that I, I could, 
I would like to see something like maybe like four seconds, three or four seconds. And the talent is not active until after the windows open Mm -hmm. windows done. I think that would be like the most elegant way to do it. Yeah. Like maybe three or four seconds and then your talents inactive. And then once the windows close, then the talent becomes active. Yeah. That'd be cool. I could work with that. I could work with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you did have some other things that you had talked to them about, uh, like like what? Um, so the other thing I talked about is I know sometimes an issue is, you know, you have problems with AFKs or whatever. There might be a situation where you just, like, although there are built-in ways to come back in a game, there are some times where it's like, it's just not happening. So um, I was wondering if maybe they were going to... Uh, they had thought about inter uh, introducing a way to just as a team decide to forfeit a match or whatever, or just give up. So yeah. yeah. Just be like, we're not playing out the rest of this, which personally I don't, I don't generally like those because I'm a very much of a, you fight to the last minute. You never know what kind of, what can happen kind of person, but I understand why some people would want that. Um, well, again, I interrupt you. I'm sorry. Sorry. Like heroes, especially like swings wildly. Mm-hmm. There was a game two days ago. We were four levels behind and we came back in one team fight. They had their 16 tier. We didn't. Mm-hmm. And we managed to wipe them. It bumped us up two levels. We took two keeps and we were back up to on par with them and we won that game mm-hmm. there was people there was people in the game that were saying oh god i wish there was a surrender button i wish there was a surrender button and me and one other person was like keep going keep going we got this we got this because we had the better late game team mm-hmm. they were dominating us early game yeah the second yeah. we got to that late game and we had that team fight it was complete throw of power like it completely went in our direction yeah so, yeah, um, and what they said was basically a lot along those lines is they consider a surrender option a last-ditch um, option. Like, if they get to a point where there's no really any other way that they can think of to address issues with people just deciding to AFK during fights because they don't think it'll be um, beneficial or whatever, then they'll do it. But they have a lot of uh, other solutions that they want to try first. Um, One thing they specifically mentioned was um, they're currently looking at reducing the um, penalty for losing um, or like increasing the uh, uh, incentive to keep fighting so that, you know, even if you don't manage to come back and win, if you manage to come back and make it like close, you get more of a, benefit from that somehow so so like a sliding scale for loss essentially mm-hmm. yeah okay I, I could agree with that I, I was with what you were saying earlier i was like eh, i don't think i want to give people more benefit for losing but it, like if it's a sliding scale like how close and tight the game mm-hmm. is and gives you like bonus gold or bonus xp or whatever i'm okay with that that's actually sounds like a pretty elegant solution yeah. what do you think chris uh, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely something that I think would work really well, especially when they eventually figure out the performance-based matchmaking. Mm-hmm. When they get yeah. that polished out and working, finally. Um, I think a combination of the matchmaking plus that would work really well. Mm-hmm. Did 
You have any like sort of personal opinion on that, Arlie? Uh, I thought that was I. I'm agreement. I, when they told me that, I was like, "Wow, that's a really good idea." Because again, like I said, I'm always the kind of person that I want to fight to the last m- minute. But like, if you don't get any benefit for getting close but not quite there, then it downplays people's incentive for that. Because you know, a lot of people only do things if they get some direct benefit from it. And the thing is, with the introduction, when, when they do get performance-based matchmaking working, mm-hmm. it, that'll take into consideration AFKers. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what I think they need to do as well is maybe put a little more punishment on people who AFK in games. Because I've had I've played about 10 games this uh, in the last two, three days, and at least five of them AFKers. People just raging and then afk i literally wow. had someone after one team fight at um cursed hollow we 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 lost the first tribute and he raged called us called everything called us everything under the sun insulted our lineage and then it logged off oh wow and then he, he got back in at the very end of the game just saying ah, i knew you fuckers would lose <laughs> wow what an ass Jeez, that's beautiful mm-hmm so calling out that fucking Vala. Yeah. <laughs> um, Arlie. <laughs> uh, so another thing I asked them about was uh, the potential for them putting in like a map editor. So maybe players could make their own maps to play on and stuff. Um, kind of similar to what they did in StarCraft and whatnot. Um, which was funny because I didn't realize it, but apparently uh, Matt Villains got his start um and one of the things he did and submitted when he applied to Blizzard was he made maps in StarCraft and stuff. So that was an interesting tie-in that I didn't expect. Um, but they said that it's definitely something that they're interested in doing. Um, they don't... That There's a lot that needs to happen on the back end to make something like that possible. Because it's not something they built the game with the thought of doing. So it's something they'd like to do, but it wouldn't be anytime soon because, like I said, there's so much that needs to be done to make it possible. And the thing is with a map editor, I think it would be an interesting thing for custom games because mm-hmm. the just adding a custom maps would be just a great incentive to encourage more people to jump into custom games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like my thing is, and I kind of agree with, with, with the devs, on that is that you there's so much to fix with heroes still at this point um it's still like a distant third or fourth place yeah yeah like in the in the moba arena right now um that you know they 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 do need to continue just focusing on the nuts and bolts of the game and just kind of fixing that and not that it really needs fixing in my opinion i think i think heroes is a fine introductory mm-hmm. introduction to the genre and i think it's got enough complexity that it it doesn't require you, you can still play it at a higher level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean it's it's no Dota, it's no Smite or whatever you want, or it's no League of Legends so, or Heroes of New Earth or whatever. Out of the four big ones that are of that are a thing right now, you've got Smite, Dota, League, and Heroes. Uh, would you agree those are the four big MOBAs right now? Mm. Yeah. Because I don't, because I, I don't, is Heroes of Newer still a thing? I don't think so. No, no, no. Here, Han is gone. Uh, I, I, that, was, that was me being facetious. I was also going to mention Demigod there, too. 
but yeah, those uh, both of which would, are dead games, pretty much. I would say those are the four big mobas right now, and Heroes is probably at the bottom of them in regards to players and viewers on Twitch and such. Um, but I would say out of the four, because I played all four. I, I still play Smite. I love Smite. Smite is a lot of fun. Um, no, it's not. The community is filled with nothing but cancer, but the game itself is fun. Um, Heroes is the one I get the most enjoyment out of. Heroes is the one that I can just jump in and have some fun. At the same time, I can also jump in and play some ranked and try and be as uh, e- elite and newbie and crazy as possible. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So at the same time, I think Heroes has that that the, the range that you it can be both a very casual and very introductory game, but at the same time it can be a very high end and very elite kind of game at the same time. I think that's the good thing about Heroes. Whereas for me, when it comes to like League and Dota, I think the learning curve is a it isn't really there. It's kind of just here you go. Go, yeah. have fun. Yeah. But Heroes kind of holds your hand early on and kind of takes you in and shows you how to, shows you the ropes, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, 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 it takes a lot of the cruft and sadly customization that exists within the other games and kind of puts it on the wayside. It's, it's you know, there, there's literally no last hitting and no a shop. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's entirely your talent build. As Whereas, someone who plays support primarily and don't last hit in other games anyway, I'm okay with this. <laughs> Whereas a Smite, I think Smite has last hitting. I think Smite, Smite does last have last hitting, but you still get gold if you don't last hit. Yeah. Uh, Smite has an item shop. League has an item shop. Uh, Dota has an item shop. Whereas where in those games, the items are the important thing that you're getting. Yeah. That like really determines what you do and how you do it which honestly for me when i when i went and played league some like the the whole item shop thing was just it was really weird yeah and i was like no i don't know <laughs> that was like, my problem with dota the amount of heroes on that game is it overwhelmed me and i, I didn't it was like no no because you get all of them you get access to all the heroes right away and yes there is a limited pool queue that you can jump into but at the same time it's like well none of my friends wanted to play that because they knew what they were doing so i kind of had to just jump in and be overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and it's left a bit of a bad taste in my mouth for dota (laughs) get good scrub (laughs) i don't like dota i'm sorry i don't i don't i like league i like the game itself because i've played it for Mm -hmm. so long and i like smite just because it's third person, it's new, it's shiny, and it's, it's it's a lot of fun in regards to the heroes. Um, Sylvanas is one of my favorite supports in Euro and, and Smite, just because he has broken his balls and is just great. Um, I, I'm still salty they killed tribes too, so <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> still super salty about that. Yeah, but Paladins, <laughs> the Overwatch and, clone. <laughs> the outright Overwatch clone, yes. The outright Overwatch clone, which I have literally keybound all the buttons on there to just be my Overwatch buttons, and it plays so fun. It plays so great when you do that. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. Arlie, you had something else you talked with them about, um, correct? Yep. I also asked them about um, if they're still working on the clan or guild system and like how work with that was going, if they had anything they could talk about regarding that. 
And um, sadly, they said that they didn't really have anything they could reveal about it, but they are still working on it. It's a really important thing to them, but they also really want to make sure that it's implemented right and done well, um, because it's the sort of thing that they think if it's done poorly, it could kind of not kill heroes, but really hurt the game. Um, no, they're really the community. Yeah. 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 So they're they're really taking their time with it um and working on it. And the other thing is is they I think they're looking at ways to tie the clan system into encouraging uh team league and stuff like that as well. Mm-hmm. So there's some I think there'll be some feedback in that, which would be good. Here here's here's my biggest problem with um encouraging team league. It doesn't need encouraging. There is there's more people playing Team League than there are playing Hero League at the moment because Duo Q is built into Team League now. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. Team League is He's, the prim- yeah. primary ranked mode now over Hero League because no one solo okay, people yes, people solo queue. I'm not gonna generalize. I'm gonna apologize <laughs> for generalizing. But the vast majority dual queue. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know since uh, since I was playing League, since I played Smite, since I played Heroes, there's always been me and at least two other people that will jump in and GOQ. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, it'll be only two of us at a time, but there'll be three of us that make a little team when the other one's not on and GOQ. Mm-hmm. That's what we always have done. And although I do enjoy Hero League and jumping in on my own, I don't feel they need to incentivize Team League because it's something that's already played primarily over the other one. They need to find a way to incentivize Hero League, if anything. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I completely agree with that. I agree! <laughs> wow, Chris and I agreed on something. Oh my god. <laughs> End the show, we're done. <laughs> yeah, but okay, we're done. I'm gone. Deuces. <laughs> Deuces, bitches. Um, uh. So... Um, thank you so so much for talking with us about your notes. Mm-hmm. We do appreciate it. Like I, I really do always enjoy getting like that little bit of the, uh, little bit of the. Uh, uh, as I mentioned earlier, making the sausage. I like to see my sausage. Made, okay. <laughs> we all like to see I, your I, sausage too. No. I know you like to see my sausage. It's okay. <laughs> um. <sighs> so did uh, it, we're we're about an hour into the show right now. Did y'all want to do any of uh, the BFA bullshit? Uh. Or Joel just want to kind of go con- go and call it today. I don't really have don't anything. Mind. Yeah, yeah. There's not. There's nothing really. We've we've actually spoke about a lot of the things I think we were going to speak about with the GCD. The G- yeah. I think the GCD was, would have overwhelmed yeah. that topic anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's the honest truth. I can live with that. Um, so I guess we're gonna go ahead and call it today. Um, so uh, do you? Uh, so Arlie, you of course are a listener of the show. You know about don't do that or do that. Yep. Correct. Yep. Uh, Chris, do you have a do that or don't do that? Don't be an asshole on AFK and Heroes of the Storms. I'm fucking sick of it. (laughs) Arlie, do you have a do that or don't do that, ma'am? Um. You don't have to. It's not a requirement. I was just thinking, I was like, I haven't really encountered anything recently. Either way. (laughs) Salt free week. Salt free week is what we call it. Um, so for me, my don't do that is don't play smite. (laughs) Wow. Jeez. <laughs> don't play smite if you don't want to deal with the most toxic community I have ever dealt with in an okay, entire no, game. Okay, I've played, wow. I have played so much Dota in the past and so much League in the past. 
and so much Counter Strike and so much TF2, okay. and I have never met a more toxic community in my I, life. No, I will actually defend Smite when you've mentioned Dota because you've never played on the European region and had Russians okay, threatening different to rape bullshit. your lineage. <laughs> different bullshit. <clears throat> this is what Russia does, okay, bro? I have to deal with the Russians, okay? Mm-hmm. Um. So I think that's gonna go ahead and be it for that, uh, Arlie. We like to use this last little bit of the show. Uh, if you have anything you want to plug in right now or anybody you'd like to plug right now, go ahead. This is your time, ma'am. <laughs> okay. Well, you can usually find me on Twitch and Twitter at Arlie82 um, and you know on MMORPG.com writing all kinds of shit. All right. Fantastic. We will make sure that we throw some wonderful links in for you today on this show, Miss Arley. Uh, that is going to go ahead and be our show this week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at AzerothCTC. Mr. Kevin, who is still not here because he mutinied and he's doing Mother's Day, uh, is at SwingCat with AK. Mr. Chris is at Akari underscore Mag. I, of course, am at Gavril underscore ET. That's two I's, one L. And as we said, and as she just said, Miss Arley is at Arley82 on Twitter. Uh, you can send us emails to at Azeroth. That's all, folks. Uh, you can send emails to feedback at AzerothCTC.com. For links to today's show, you can visit the website at www.AzerothCTC.com. Shoot us a review on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you may find those fine, fine, sweet, sultry words going into your ear holes. Say goodnight, folks. Good night, folks. Good night.